Every day's a Monday is exactly that, a new opportunity to turn it all around. It's a fresh start. See, as men, we walk in this world desperately wanting to understand who we are and what our purpose is and how do we get there. We get there through a foundation and a systematic approach, and that is everything we talk about on the podcast. We are a brotherhood, and we recognize and understand that without a foundation, without a system put into place, we cannot be successful. Our life resides deeper within ourselves through the darkness that wants to consume us. It is our duty to seek out after our light in order for us to walk in this world with our purpose and to become fearless warriors. Welcome back every day is a Monday. I have an incredible episode today. It's a short but sweet one. I want to focus on the 15 rules for what it's like to be a Spartan. To give you an idea of what this is about, it's all about building a proper foundation for us to be setting ourselves up to walk through life and be held accountable for our actions. And then we can build on the kind of person that we want to become. We need to understand that this mindset of a Spartan warrior and what they went through and having a rite of passage and continually building endurance and courage and always finishing and following through. This is a mindset game. That's what this is about. That's how we can work and be able to be successful in life. These rules should be the foundation for you to build your own creed, manifesto, build the life that you want, but it all begins with having a foundation. These 15 rules are for you to build your own personal foundation to be able to find the life and light that you want to represent this world. Let's get into it. All right. Welcome back to Everyday is a Monday. I'm actually going live today. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, and I'm also on LinkedIn. Today's episode, I feel like it's very apropos to be doing an episode all about what a Spartan mindset is, what those rules are like. There's 15 rules that I've written down for what it takes to really have that Spartan mindset. See, and, and I think, again, it's today because it's Memorial Day. I want to I honor and represent all of the veterans. I want to say thank you, um, the ones that are here, the ones that have given their life for their, our freedom, for our ability to be able to have platforms like this, to be able to speak our mind. And I think it's important that we're doing the right thing, that we're really engaging, that we're talking talking that we're we're really expressing what it's like to be a warrior. What does that mean? What is that mindset like? And I, I really focused a lot on what it means from a Spartan's perspective, right? So I went through and I broke down all the different rules. I have 15 of them here, and we're going to talk about them today. I am, like I said, I am live. So if you want, you're more than welcome to jump into the chat. You can ask questions. You can make comments. It's the first time I've gone live. So God willing, it's going to go okay. All right, so the 15 rules for Spartan life. First and foremost, we're going to go with number one. Number one is the greatest shame for a Spartan was to return home alive from a lost battle. Do not return from a challenge having not given everything. There's that that old adage that says, come home with your shield or on it. It's very important that we make sure that we put everything that we possibly can and put it on the table. We have to make sure that we're giving our entirety to everything that we do. and We're giving our entire life to doing that, to making sure that we are are building ourselves up. We're doing the right thing. What is our mindset when we go into doing things? Are we doing it half-cocked? Are we doing it half-assed? Are we, are we really taking each and every moment that we have and making sure that we're, we're really building on that goal? I've talked a lot about making sure that we have the proper foundation. How can you ever expect to be able to have actual growth if you don't have a foundation in the first place? So we want to make sure that our mindset is that we're going into it full heart. You know, we want our entire investment of our body, our mind, 
our soul to be involved in the things that we do, even if it's not something that you want to do. I just was having a conversation yesterday with somebody that said they don't enjoy their job. It's not something that they want to do. That's fine. What's the plan? What's the plan then to get out of that job? What are you going to do? You have to have a systematic approach. You just can't go in half cocked. You can't just quit and say, fuck it, I'm out. I, yeah, I guess you could, but then you're ending up now having this, you're backpedaling. You're trying to figure your way through things. Everything needs to have a plan and then stick to the plan. Yeah, again, things might change, things might waver, but always making sure that we're sticking to a plan. The second rule for living and keeping a mindset of what a Spartan would be is only consume plain food and beer, eat to a point of satisfaction, right? So eat food, eat wine, drink beer, if that's what you're into. But we want to make sure that we're only consuming it to the point that we're satisfied, not that we're overindulging. This will only bring this leanness for body, for, the, for your body for battle, but also foster a mind of fortitude. See, everything has to be about having discipline. We need to be disciplined to the things that we're doing. We overindulge, we, engor, we, we gorge ourselves, at least from a food and beverage perspective. What ends up happening is we become slovenly. We're, we're lazy. Right. Again, we all, we've talked about like the itis, right? We talk about this feeling of just feeling so overwhelmingly full, like you don't want to move. You're like a sloth. That's not what you want. We should eat. When I was a kid, I heard this saying that, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're eating to live. You're not living to eat. So we want to make sure that we're putting in the proper nutrients for our body. Like I said, drinking, wine, beer, that's fine. But let's not get to the point where we're completely shit-faced. Let's make sure that we're in control. Let's make sure that it doesn't affect us for days on end. You know, it's, it's, it's very important that the food that we're putting into our body, it's not what we eat today that affects us today. It's what we eat today that affects us tomorrow. It's, it's what will then condition us to the way we're going to be the next couple of days. So we want to make sure that we're taking in proper food. Food is, is paramount. That's why I talk about the trichotomy of man mind, body, and spirit. The body and the mind and the spirit is all being nourished, right? But especially the body and the mind, the body though in particular, we want to make sure that we're giving our body the proper nutrients that we can then live to a, what, what we would call a peak performance, right? Or optimal performance. We can only move in a, in a, in a synergistic approach with our body if we're giving ourselves the proper nutrients. That's why I did the episode on the 90 nutrients, why the 90 nutrients, the platform of building proper nutrients for yourself is so important. It doesn't mean we're not going to waver. It doesn't mean we're not going to kind of shift here and there, but we want to make sure that we're always taking care of ourselves. Our body is the greatest temple. It's the greatest gift that we possibly have. And every single day, your body is fighting to stay alive. It's fighting to stay alive. You should be giving it the proper nutrients, the proper care to help facilitate that. Because I got to tell you, you either pay now or you pay later. You're going to pay now and making sure that you're putting in the proper nutrients. You're going to pay later in medical bills. Either way, you're paying for it. All right, number three, seek out intense competition. You'll push yourself much harder. Competition is paramount. We live in a society that has absolutely fucking destroyed this idea of what it's like to have true competition. Uh, you know, I, I, I will more than happy to debate with anyone about participation trophies. It's the worst thing that could ever happen. You're making people soft. We have to be able to realize that because life doesn't, life doesn't pull punches on us. Life doesn't make it easy for us. This is why intense competition is, is, is imperative. It's paramount in our ability to be able to grow. This is what allows us to be able to, to continue and, and grow as, again, as individuals. This is what allows us to become stronger, to become better, to, to continue to understand and foster a mindset of how we have actual growth. You have to put yourself in a position of competition. 
If you don't put yourself in competition, I promise you, what's going to end up happening is you will become weak. The world will end up beating you down. You don't want to be beaten down. It is so, so important that we, again, continue to foster that mindset of true competition. What are you doing on a daily basis to challenge yourself, to compete with yourself? You're the one that should be competing with you. Whatever you did yesterday is who you want to be better than today, right? We spend so much time being overwhelmed by our failures and our missteps from the past that it ends up dictating how we start to see the future. We can't be in that mindset. The more we start to focus on competition, whether that's physical, whether that's mental, whether that's spiritual, you need to make sure that you're competing with yourself on a daily basis. Again, this is why I go to the gym. The gym is very important for me because I build my life around structure and having, having a system to push my body, especially when I'm in the gym. Same thing with if you're, you know, reading. Challenge yourself to, to become part of the competition is, is building your mindset up. Read, learn more, take in some stuff to get to educate yourself, to build yourself into a field that maybe you don't understand, you don't know. All right, the fourth one. Every Spartan should undergo a rite of passage, a physical or mental trial. Once completed, you are born again better than ever. Life is going to challenge us physically, mentally, emotionally. This is what happens. This is how this show came about was through a trial that I went through. I've been through multiple trials in my life. When you listen to the show, as you, the people that do subscribe and listen to the show, you know, it is not easy. Life is not going to be easy. This is why having those intense competitions are imperative. Because what the rite of passage is, is that we have to learn to be able to adapt and move through challenges in our life. There's not going to, like, I have been injured many times physically in the gym. I'm dealing with it now. I have a partially torn labral tear in my right shoulder. I have a partially torn meniscus in my left knee. I have tennis elbow and golf elbow in literally both of my elbows right now. I'm in excruciating pain. I'm still going to the gym. I'm just finding ways to work around it. It's very important. We have to find the workaround. You have to be able to take challenges head on. You need to be able to lean into challenges. When you see something coming, you have to lean into it. You got to brace yourself and work through it. You can't run away from it because I promise you this challenge will still come back up again this is why people continue to get in the same type of for an example relationships this is why people continue to get in the same dysfunctional relationships because they're not seeing the patterns they're not taking the challenge head on and most of the time the challenges that we need to deal with are coming from within we struggle to to fix the challenges from within us in order for us to become better every single day this stuff is so so important and again i don't know why it's not happening i don't know why people continue to struggle to do this so again these are things these are the, the, the so far we've gone through four of the top five ones of why it's so important to make sure that we're in ourselves and a rite of passage why we're doing the right thing all these things are paramount okay number five speed strength agility are less essential than stamina grit endurance encourage you know we can build ourselves up we can be strong we can have speed but if and agility but if the mental fortitude part of grit endurance courage stamina it's about being able to endure it being able to continue through it being able to fight through to fight through it you have to be willing to push through you Having grit and, and fortitude is is a mental game. This is why chess is so important. This is why you know, as as a now in my forties, why I wish when I was a younger man I went into the military to be able to build out mental fortitude and that that tenacity and that grit and that endurance. This is why competition is so important because when you lose, you learn to build up grit and stamina. You push through. You persevere. Most of the time, the person you're losing to is yourself. You get yourself psyched out. You 
beat yourself up. You don't think you can do it. You have to be able to have the courage to keep fighting on and have faith in yourself. Even when you see that all the obstacles are against you. I just was listening to C.T. Fletcher. C.T. Fletcher is you know a big-time bodybuilder. He's since retired. This guy, he had uh, triple bypass surgery. They said that he was going to die. He should ne- He actually flatlined three times when he had surgery done. He had open-heart surgery. And he told me he was never going to lift weights again. This guy is, is in his late 60s. Uh, he said he was never going to work. They would never say he should never work out again. This guy was in the heavy weightlifting competition. He was like, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want to do because at the end of the day, it's my life. It's my life. I'm not going to listen to what someone else says. It's you. The people, there are so many people out there that want to tell you what you can't do. Why don't you start listening to, like, the reason why they say those things to you is because they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they have the ability to do it. So what they want to do is they want to pull you down into their fucked up world, their world of not being able to, of not feeling that they're capable, because this is what the society has, has kind of perpetuated, this cycle, this mindset of our inability of being a victim. We're continual victims, but we're victims of our own mindset that literally puts us into a box thinking that we can't get out. I saw this movie many years ago called Boxing Helena, and it's about this guy that becomes obsessed with this woman. He literally cuts off her arms and her legs, and he puts her in a box, and he just like keeps her for herself. That's what we do to ourselves. We stop ourselves from having any forward progress. It's a mind game. You have to be able to be strong enough to get through it. Even if you don't see the way to get through it, know that you'll find the way to get through it. Part of our ability is to be adaptable. We need to be able to have adaptability. And the way we do that is having stamina. We have to have endurance to get through it and the courage to continue getting through it. Grit is like that mindset of like Rocky where he gets hit in the face or he gets knocked down by Apollo Creed and he's getting back up. You know, he's fighting Clubber Lang. It ain't so bad. You got to keep leaning into it and going after it. As you feel the pressure, give it pressure back. Why are you so afraid to give pressure back? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You're going to die anyway, right? So who gives a shit? Why not take on life wholehearted, balls to the wall, nonstop? Don't, don't give up. And sure shit, don't give up on yourself. People have a tendency to desperately want other people to believe in them, to follow them, to be there for them. And yet they're not capable of believing in themselves. And I just don't understand it. And actually, I do understand it because I did it for many, many years. I don't seek the approval or the support from anyone. I am surrounding myself and I have an incredible support group. I have some incredible friends. My circle of friends have gotten to the point where I can literally probably count them on one hand. Real friends, people that I know that when I'm in the thick of it, they're there for me. But those are the kind of individual that we want to be around on a daily basis. And we should be around them all the time. That's what we should, that's what we should want to do. That's what we should be involved in every single day, all the time. And I don't know why we're not. I don't know why we don't spend more time building ourselves around other individuals when, you know, at the end of the day, like what's, what's the purpose? What is the purpose for us to be doing things that, and surrounding ourselves with individuals that at the end of the day don't mean a thing. They don't mean anything to us, right? Like what does it mean for us to be able to put ourselves in a position to not really fully connect and not really fully be a part of something that's that's greater? It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, you know, you need to make sure you're surrounding yourself with those individuals that really love you, that really care about you, that are there for you, that are doing the right thing by you every single day. So we talked about speed and strength. We talked about the importance of rite of passage, seeking out intense competition. We talked about the importance of making sure that we're consuming the right nutrients, the right food. We talked about the importance of making sure that we are fully committed to the challenge no matter what. You come home with your shield or on it. This is These are the Spartan rules, a Spartan mindset. Stay in that mindset. Work through it. Keep fighting no matter what. Number six, and this is the one I just touched on. 
And this is something that is very difficult for a lot of people. I see it with, with my, my friends. I see it with my family. I see it as people get older, accepting death, right? We need to be able to accept death. This will allow us to really, truly live our life courageously. See, if we're unshackled by the mind from the limitations of fear, this is what will bring forth your true potential. What we do is we get stuck. We shackle ourselves. This is why my coaching, this is why the program is called Beyond the Cage. It's not just me, the physical of what I was in. It's the mindset. It's where's our mind? Our mind is stuck in a prison. We, we put ourselves in a cage. We are shackled by the thoughts of fear that then put us in this paralyzed state of not feeling like we're capable because we also are so afraid that we're going to make wrong decisions and that, oh my God, you know, what, what happens? Let me tell you something. The, the more you realize that at the end of the day, this is not going to last, the, the, the freer you should become to just go all out and live your life to the fullest extent. You have the greatest gift every day you wake up on a daily basis, having the ability to really, truly connect, having the ability to prove yourself, to go out there, to, to touch people's lives. I just don't know why people don't want to do it more. I don't know why people are, what, 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 what what's, what's going to happen? You know, I see people accumulating as much bullshit as they possibly can. And I'm not saying that, you know, getting wealth and I'm not saying that having cars and houses and all this stuff isn't important. That's fine. That's what makes you happy. But I find that more often than not, a lot of the people that have a lot of those things, they're not happy with themselves. They're not happy with what's going on inside of them because they are not fulfilled. And also they're so desperately afraid of death. They are so afraid. I've never seen a hearse pull in a U-Haul. You're not going to take any of it with you. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of the, of the person that you're becoming and, and go at it fully. Once you accept death, it is arguably one of the most freeing things. But I, tr I truly believe that it's only when we face our true darkness, it's only when we are fully in, in embracing this dark mindset of what's going on in the inner person of who we are, that we can really truly cultivate this, this fearless mindset, this fearless warrior that we have within all of us. Number seven, don't engage in gossip. Only engage in conversation that will nourish and strengthen your spirit. This is a tough one because we live in a world that all we want to do is talk shit. All we want to do is gossip. All we want to do is get involved in other people's fucking bullshit. We want to be able to give them their opinion, our opinions about them and their opinions about us. And, you know, we want, we want to be seen and acting and being a part of something so cool. And the truth is that like, it just, it's stupid. It's a waste of our time. Um, and by the way, I get caught up in it too. I find myself getting caught up in it. And I really time to take a step back and I think to myself, what am I doing? Why am I getting involved in having conversations and being a part of something that has nothing to do with me? It doesn't matter. All we're doing is gaslighting. I mean, shit, that's all politics is, right? I mean, every, every time there's some type of political campaign or some type of, of, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, political, social, political, you know, construct, whether it's, you know, gun rights, whether it's abortion, whether it's gay marriage, whatever it is, we gaslight. That's what we do. And we spend copious amounts of time arguing each other's points of views and talking shit and, and trying to cause problems. And rather than us just worrying about that, we spent more time worrying about our own problems and less time worrying about other people's bullshit. Like if people are going to do things, let them do things. Right, like I just don't want to get involved in it. And I find myself as the older I get, the, the the more I pull away from being involved in other people's in other people's stuff. We see it a lot, and I see it a lot in the workplace. I, you know, I, I was involved in it for a long time. I saw it. I just disassociate from it now. I don't want to be a part of gossip. If people are talking poorly, I, I just leave it alone. And I really try my best when I get caught up into it because I can hear myself saying things. I can hear myself talking and 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 not necessarily being that nice, right? I get it. I see it. Uh, I just need to make sure that I'm, I am doing the right thing. 
you know, it is important that we really try to engage the best of our ability in proper conduct because we want to make sure that the person who we are, the person that we're bringing to the table, the person that we are truly giving to the world is someone that we're proud of. We should be proud of that person. We should be happy for who that person is. And I don't think it's really necessarily even becoming of us to, to, to associate that and get connected to something that is not truly who we are, right? Like, who do you want to be? And that's something you should be thinking about on a daily basis. Who do you want around you? Who are those people that you think that you want to bring into your life? And who, if they're gossiping, my question is this, if they're gossiping about all those other people, are they not gossiping about you, right? So just make sure you're surrounding yourself with good individuals. All right, number eight. Number eight is fight for a good cause. Use every ounce of your being to push that cause further and do not be afraid to defend it. Be vehemently attached to causes, right? And these causes are about how can we better not just ourselves, but the people around us? How do we help other people grow? How do we help enhance the lives of individuals that we are surrounded by? That to me is so important to make sure that what, who are we connecting to? You know, uh, a guy named Seth Godin wrote this book called Tribes. It's one of my favorite books. And in the book, Seth talks about the importance of, of everybody wanting to be a part of something greater than themselves. This is why cults are so successful. We can use the power for good. We can use for bad. In the in the example of the cults, it's not that successful. And all my friends are going to probably yell at me right now for what I'm about to say, but like CrossFit, right? CrossFit's kind of like a cult. Sorry, guys. It is. But it's true. Uh, you know, CrossFit is kind of in that cultish mindset, right? Because when you go, like I talk to my buddies that do CrossFit and I'm like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to go work out today? They're like, no, bro, I'm doing the WOD. Workout of the day. All right, cool, bro. Like, I love it. It's great. It's what motivates you. But what CrossFit did for a ton of people that wanted to be a part of something better than them, they were able to now go to these groups. There are a lot of people that walk into the gym that aren't comfortable being in the gym. What CrossFit did is it opened the door. It opened the box for people to be a part of something and connect with other people that are going through the same workouts, challenging each other, coaching each other, developing each other, being a part of something great. This is why CrossFit has exploded because people want to be a part of it. We need to find ourselves being involved in causes that are for the greater good, that are for the greater reaction, that are really connecting with other people, helping them strive, building up their lives. We should be doing that for ourselves too, right? They always say you are the byproduct of the five people that you surround yourself with. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What do those people look like? Make sure you're fighting for the right cause. Make sure that you're building up causes and you're you're really doing the right thing, you know? I would tell you that even what I'm doing right now. So my cause is making sure that I can connect with individuals, men and women, and how we can show you to build the foundation for your life, to find your purpose and to be able to thrive. Because I find more often than not that people continue to struggle to find out who they truly are, what they bring to the table and how they can, they can really bring that light to life because life is fleeting. Life is short. You are going to die. What can we do to be able to leave a legacy? What can we do to leave this world a better place than when we got here? I believe that's what I believe. That's my purpose. That's the thing that I love. I want to fight for the cause to help other people see their potential because I also struggled. I went through really dark times and I believe that our dark times, the people that go through the, the most amount of darkness have the highest propensity for light. We can bring our light through our darkness. You will find your light by going through your darkness and then we can really shape and cultivate those around us as well and build that cause. Number nine, surround yourself with people who are ruthlessly devoted to becoming the greatest self. Do you see the, do you see the pattern here? 
See, we need to make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. In fact, surround yourself with people that are continually wanting to level up, that are above you, that are that are wealthier, that are more intelligent, that strive, that work out harder, that that eat better, that love life more. Be because you know what though? It's going to challenge you to want to be better. It's going to challenge you to strive for that kind of a lifestyle, that kind of a mindset. I will not surround myself with negative people anymore. I'm fucking done. I had so much negativity in my life, me personally bringing it and then surrounding myself with negative people that what it did was it built the foundation of just pure negativity. My thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my my reactions, my mindset every single day was negative from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed and it was just a piss poor way of living. It's not living, it's existing. You, me, all of us have the ability to really create the life that we want. We have to first build the foundation, visually see it, see what that vision is. How do we get to the goal and surround yourself with like-minded individuals because there are going to become times when you're going to hit those hurdles. You're going to hit those obstacles and you want people to be able to surround you that build you up. that can kind of push you through it as well. Number 10, a leader does not watch safely in the clear. That's what a boss does. We've all had bosses. What are we doing every day to be true leaders? What are we doing every single day to make sure that we're on the forefront, that we're doing the right thing, that we are involved, that we're helping other people see their potential? What are we doing to build ourselves up? What are we doing to not just talk, but to be? See, it's really easy to talk the talk, right? We can talk the game. We can talk how great life is. We can talk how everything. But then if we're living our life in the complete opposite, what ends up happening is it will come out anyway. What are we doing daily to make sure that we're building a life of really truly being a leader? What are the characteristics of a leader? Well, we're going through them. You should be fully dedicated. You should love yourself and love other people around you. You should have integrity, honor. You want to make sure you're doing the right thing. You should be humbled. That doesn't mean that you need to, it doesn't mean to be humiliated, but you should be humbled. You should humble yourself. You should be, you should think clearly, be more logical. Don't be emotionally driven. A great book I recommend everyone to read is Marcus Aurelius on meditation. It's one of the best books of all time from one of the greatest leaders of all time. And it's his mindset that he brings to the table. It's very stoic. All he is, he's constantly logically trying to play things out. He's not reactionary. He's not just getting emotional about something and blurting out or reacting in a way that might cause more more harm. It's a ripple effect. If you end up flipping, snapping, acting out in a certain way, we can. there are ramifications that can come from it. So what are we doing on a daily basis to make sure that we're building ourselves up to be true leaders? What are we doing on a daily basis to doing the right thing? These things are really important. So we want to make sure that we're, we're building our lives up. We're being leaders. We are having integrity. We're doing the right thing. We have a systematic approach. We are taking care of others. Our goal should be to guide and build for other people. The, you know, the rule of life is the more we give, it is much better to give than it is to receive. People have such a, a desire to want to take, 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 and I just can't understand why we have such a desire to take. It's because we live in a society that it's about accumulating as much as possible. We've lost a desire to give, right? Leaders give. Leaders give their life. Jesus was a leader. Jesus gave his life. Leaders give for the sake of the, of the better cause. Learn to become a leader. Learn to not be selfish. Learn to do the right thing. Okay, number 11. Continuously introduce yourself to difficult situations where you are forced to either sink or swim. A great Spartan must have the ability to quickly adapt. So we've, we keep, again, these, these are not, these are actual rules from Spartan lifestyle, right? Everyone should have a right of passage. The right of passage should be some type of mental or physical 
uh, trial, right? Strength, speed, agility are less essential than stamina, grit, endurance, and courage. These are, this coalesces correctly, I mean, completely with continuing to introduce yourself to dif- difficult situations where you are forced to either sink or swim. A great Spartan must have the ability to quickly adapt. You have to have the ability, and we only get abilities to be able to adapt and become strong in difficult situations by introducing micro doses of being uncomfortable. We need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Our life, life is going to push you every day and challenge you every day. You have the choice to be the gazelle and run away from it or be the lion and face it head on. Everything that we do is about a mindset, but you have to build it up. So if you continually microdose yourself with, with uncomfortable situations, it ultimately will start stacking on top of each other. It's a compound effect and it will build. And what will happen is you will start building grit and tenacity. You'll build stamina. You'll build, you'll build the mental fortitude to be able to push through. We should be able to face difficult challenges. If we're not able to get through difficult challenges, the only thing that's going to be happening, life is going to keep getting harder and harder. are going to keep punching us in the fucking face. Life, we have to look at it like a fight. It's a battle, right? You need to understand it's just like a fighter. A fighter gets hit in the face over and over and over again from a left jab or a left hook or a right jab, right? What ends up happening is they learn to bob and weave. You only will learn to bob and weave once you get punched in the face, right? There's the rub. We have to learn to be able to get hit. That's how you get knocked down. You get back up. That's what life is going to be about. Number 12, partake in structured, organized, and well-respected training programs, ensuring that you see them through to the finish. We have to see things through to the finish, having structure, having something organized, whether that's martial arts, whether that's, you know, for kids being involved in an organized sport, they need to see it through. They have to finish it, even if they don't want to do it anymore. If this is about being able to see things through and finishing things that you started, I used to do that shit all the time. I'd start something and stop, start something and stop. And I love my mom. But my mom never pushed me. My mom didn't drive me no matter what, that when I got involved in something, I needed to finish it and see it through. That's why with this business, that's why with the coaching, that's why with the, the, the podcast, for me, I will, I'm not going to stop doing this because I love doing what I'm doing and I'm also committing myself to it. I'm committing myself to the cause. When we have a cause, when we have our why, we will continue to commit to it. We continue to drive through it. You know, These are our foundational structures that we need to have for ourselves. My friend Francis did that with his daughter Zoe, and she's now killing it with swimming. These are the things that we should be doing because there are times that we're going to be put in situations and our kids are going to be put in situations that they're doing something that they might just have a really bad day. You think that I want to go to the gym every day? You don't think there's times I go to the gym and I'm like, oh God, fuck this. I want nothing to do with the gym right now. I have no desire at all to be in the gym, but I still go. And those are some of the days I have some of the best workouts. We have to be able to be able to come to get through it. You'll have to be able to have that structure. The more organized, my, one of my friends, Glenn, he uh, who, who I actually haven't spoke to in a while, but Glenn's Glenn's a boxer. He was he was a professional boxer. This guy was was a beast, and he did it all the time. He trains people all the time. These are the things that are really important, right? And he always committed himself. He he day in day out, no matter what, he went through it. No matter what was going on in his life, he's committed to it. We have to stay committed. If you have structure and you see things through life becomes easier because it's only through structure and only through having these organized programs because they're going to challenge you when you don't want to do it. These can be microdosing too of being in an uncomfortable situation. You start building and extrapolating on everything else, right? The the endurance, the courage, the grit, the rite of passage, the intense competition, right? Bringing leanness. All these things is about this mindset. We have to build the proper mindset in order for us to be successful. 
but it all begins with you believing yourself, you starting to have structure, you understanding to have integrity, you having the mindset of making sure that you're going to put one foot in front of the other every single day. That's our goal is to really continue making sure we're moving through. All right. 13, refuse to be a victim in circumstances. Learn to be self-reliant and prepared for any situation. You've heard me say this many times. Victim or victor? You have a choice to play the victim role in society, right? I will tell you this. When you play the victim, for those of you that are listening and those that are watching, when you play the victim, this is what ends up happening. You're the victim. Therefore, you have no ability to change your situation. When you recognize that you can take full control over your life and you can change the way your life is is moving, then you can take your life back and you can move in the right direction. But you can't if you're a victim. If you continually believe that life is just dishing shit out to you and not taking responsibility and recognizing the reason why life is dishing shit out to you is based on your choices and you need to make different choices. You have to make different moves. You need to be systematic. You need to be intelligent. You need to be logical, not just emotional. You need to be smart in the direction that you're moving. But don't ever play the victim. When you play the victim, you're weakening and lessening your ability to be able to change your circumstances. And again, I'm talking to you from experience because I did this shit all the time and I'm done. I won't do it anymore. If something bad happens, and believe me, I still struggle with things, I will learn to work through it. It's a mindset. I then say, okay, I fucked up. How can I change it? What can I do? How can I move through this on a daily basis? You have to be self-reliant. The more we're self-reliant, it doesn't mean you can't have people around. It doesn't mean you can't get their opinions and you can't get coached by other people. You absolutely can. What I'm saying to you is you should be self-reliant. You don't need their opinions. You don't need their support. You can have it and you would like to have it, but you need you. You need to be your coach. You need to be your biggest adversary. You need to be your ally to be able to move through things in life. That's how we move through shit. But more importantly, you can't be a victim because if you continue playing the victim role, It'll never get any better. It'll only get worse. I promise you, your life will literally be a shitstorm of just constant letdowns and trouble every single day. All right, number 14, find ways to implement short bursts of discomfort into your daily life. This will ensure growth to prevent from falling into that sloth mindset. Said it again and again and again. This whole list is all based on these ideas of having micro, micro dosaging of being uncomfortable. We need to place ourselves in positions to challenge ourselves every single day. We have to find it. It doesn't, like, I just said, I think last week I did a video. I hate cardio. I can't stand it. It's like one of my least favorite things to do. So I've been doing cardio a lot. I don't like cardio, but I'm going to do cardio. Why am I going to do cardio? Because I feel the need to do cardio because it's a challenge for me. We should be continually pushing ourselves every day. It pushed me and it challenged me. And guess what? It sucks. But my conditioning is getting better. It's it's these little bursts, these little micro, micro uh, challenges that will allow us to then take on bigger challenges. You know, if I, if I run for 10 minutes, okay, maybe next week I do 15 minutes, then I do 20 minutes, then I do 30 minutes. You see how I can progressively become better, stronger, have more stamina, have more endurance and grit. It's the same thing with the mind. You should be challenging your mind the same way your body, challenging your spirit, spend time, meditate, talk to God, you know, spend time in a room, go out to nature, spend time just listening to your spirit, listen to your soul. These are things that will, and it's uncomfortable. It's not easy. You get fidgety. You don't want to be there. You start thinking about 9 million other things when you're in the middle of meditating. It takes time, but make sure that you're fully committed to it. Number 15 is the last one. 
dedicate yourself to perpetual physical training, regardless of circumstances or feelings. Okay. Well, you've heard me talk about this 9,000 times over and over and over again. The physical is so important because it's not just the physical, it's the mental. I can sit here and go to the gym on days that I don't want to go and I will talk myself constantly, keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing it. We need to make sure that that we are pushing ourselves every single day to become better and better. You know, I, I remember, I don't know where it is, but Socrates had a quote and his quote was all about the importance of understanding what it's like to be to, to, to allowing the physicality to fully break down, why it's so important to make sure that a man should understand, this is what it says, no citizen has a right to be an amateur in the, in the matter of physical training. What a disgrace it is for a man to grow old without ever seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. We all have such a blessing with our body. It is the greatest gift that God has ever given us. Our ability, because it is, it is breaking down every single day. Your body is fighting every day to keep it alive. Every single day. Understand what you can do, the maximum potential of what you can do for your body. And I'm not saying that you need to go and become a, a bodybuilder, right? I'm saying understand what you're capable of doing for yourself, right? Like I'm, I'm going to practice. I'm in the process of, of doing peptides because I really want to strengthen uh, my, my meniscus. I want to strengthen my shoulder, my, my labral, my labral tear, because I really want to do a half Ironman. Then I want to do a full Ironman. I'm 43 years old. I'm so excited to do this. And I want to just keep pushing myself. You know, I, I, I have had people say to me, oh, well, you know, you're getting older. What does that mean? Like age to me is, is a mindset. I, I'll, I'll push myself physically all day long. I love it. There's nothing that I enjoy more than going out there and just crushing myself. I, I've, I've worked out with guys that are half my age that can't keep up with me. I love it. And it's a mindset. I love it. You know, these are 15 rules to be able to have a mindset of a Spartan, to live in that Spartan mindset. This should be your credo. This should be your manifesto. Build stuff out. What is your creed? What is your manifesto? What are the things that you believe? What is the foundation, the structure that you believe? Write it out. Guys, I've said it over and over again. It's important that we start building those foundations. I've also talked to you about how 92% of people that start to have resolutions that make plans and end up failing. Why? Because they don't have the proper foundation. If you want to be able to reach out to me, we can start building those foundations together. I do free consults for the first for the first session to learn to see if it works for you, if it works for me, and we can build this program out for each other. We're coming to the end of the show. This is a short one. I wanted to do this on Memorial Day because I think it's important for us to really take a step back and look at what is our mindset on a daily basis? What is our foundations? What is our structure? And where do we even begin? I would tell everyone to start be dealing with writing journals. Start doing your gratitude reflection application. Start finding the things in your life that you love, the areas of opportunity for you to be able to fix it. And then what are you going to do every day to apply that to make sure you're moving in the right direction? You guys can reach out to me anytime. You can DM me. You can send me messages on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email me. All my information is in the in the links of this uh, podcast. And as well as I'm streaming live right now on Facebook, I'm streaming live on LinkedIn, on, on YouTube. You can reach out to me on there as well. I would love to be able to help you build that foundation. Let's get you moving in the right direction for you to be able to see your potential so you can find that true light and give it to the world. Guys, I appreciate all of you. God bless. Keep moving forward every single day. And as always, get up, get after it.